Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Bob Scott, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from Colossians chapter 1. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him All things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were once estranged and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled in his fleshly body through death, so as to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him, provided that you continue securely established and steadfast in the faith, without shifting from the hope promised by the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. I, Paul, became a servant of this gospel. Here ends the reading. Paul wrote this letter to the Colossians at a time when these new Christians were being challenged by the Jewish religious scholars of their new way of viewing God and God's very different relationship with these followers of Jesus. Instead of a faith based on following rigorous laws and very detailed procedures for how to conduct their life, the Colossians were striving to adapt to this new faith of believing that they had been accepted by God as his adopted children with all the benefits of that adoption, regardless of their station in life. Paul and other Christian believers had been teaching that by simply coming to believe that Jesus was truly the Son of God and that through his suffering, death, and resurrection, everyone who accepted him as their Savior would be reconciled to God and that Christ's death served as the redemption for all their sins once and for all. I believe this letter by Paul is a great example of his compassion for those who were being pressured from Jewish intellectuals and other non-Christians. These groups were challenging this newfound peace and joy being experienced by Christians and this new birth as a forgiven child of God. The group of Jewish intellectuals were also dissatisfied with what they considered the crude simplicity of Christianity, available to even the common man unearned and unwarranted. 
instead of a salvation limited only to intellectual minority, Jesus offers a path to salvation which is for every man, including you and me, however simple or wise we may be, regardless of our past or our sinfulness. Paul wanted to assure the Colossians of Jesus' authority and Jesus' relationship with God, his Father. Paul reminds them that God had his only son, Jesus, become incarnate and live in the world as a human being in order to provide a living example for what he intended all of us to become. And to answer a common question many had of what God was like, Paul believed God was saying, If you want to see what God is like, look at Jesus. If any of you have heard Michael Curry, the presiding bishop of the American Episcopal Church, speak, he always answers the question of how we should act or react with the simple question, ask yourself, what would Jesus do? So today, in these unsettled and stressful times, if you find yourself asking, what should I do? Or how should I react to a certain situation? Pause for a moment and ask yourself simply, what would Jesus do in this situation? When used, this method is very powerful and helpful in guiding you in making good decisions. Decisions that will further you living into the kind of person God intends you to be. I had a former rector regularly remind all of us in the church that one of the important roles as a Christian disciple was to help all those that God put in our path, whether a family member, a friend, or someone we just met, that we should be willing to do whatever we could to help them become all they were meant to be. As you try this new way of acting or reacting, remember, God is always with you, supporting you, guiding you, and will carry you through whatever the situation, if you will only ask. God's grace knows no limits. We are all in this journey together, and thanks be to God for that. Amen. Together, let's recite the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfillment of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.